On this week's episode, we talk about not one, but two new Netflix films. Army of Thieves. And Red Notice. And other pop culture news. Alright, so this week was a big week for Netflix. Starting with a Zack Snyder prequel to Army of the Dead, we had Army of Thieves. Yes, the premiered last week. Is directed by Matthias Matthias Schwarzenbisshaberfassen. Uh, you know him from Schweighoffer. Yes, that's what I said. Uh, he, you know him from Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm. He's uh, Hans on the movie, mm-hmm. and so he directed and wrote uh, this this movie, this uh, prequel. Yeah, it takes He's place. He's not actually Hans. He's not Hans. It's Ludwig, Ludwig Dieter. So what's the go- the name he goes? Ludwig Dieter is the name he goes by. On the on the show he goes mm-hmm. by Dieter. Ah, okay, Dieter. For some reason that was Hans. Anyways. Sorry. So maybe he mentioned Hans. Yes, he does. He does talk about the whole ring cycle and the yeah, and all that. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Anyway, so so he wrote and directed this mm-hmm. uh, prequel for Netflix, and it's really good. Yeah, I super loved it. This is one that, well, it's a heist movie. I'm always down for a heist movie. This is a heist movie that mm-hmm. has plot twists and secrets and stuff. Mm-hmm. You're not going to spoil much. This In this episode, you're going to keep spoil-free okay. for both movies because there's some twists and, you know, you don't want to yeah. spoil. You just want to talk about our impressions. Mm-hmm. And the twists are an important part of the experience. Um, this one, okay, so Army of Thieves really well written very funny it is kind of predictable like there's a bit of a formula um like i kind of guess the main outline of the plot from from the beginning but it was really fun bank robberies the whole like getting a gang of criminals and misfits together um the whole like good guy bad guy thing and then just um Schweikhofer's character it's hilarious. He was hilarious in Army of the Dead, and this is a really solid um, prequel for him. Yeah, yeah it, it tells us a, a, a lot about him, a backstory for him, mm-hmm. which is which is a Netflix plan for all the characters from the Army of the Dead too. Mm-hmm. They they producing uh, animation. I can't remember the name of animation, but it's a prequel for the David Bautista's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna tell uh, his past back when he. Uh, and Maria Maria Vega is that her name? Anyways, and and yeah. the the Latina character uh, would go out in the dead zone, whatever they call. I can't remember the name. Yeah, I don't remember. They would go to the zombie mm-hmm. land and uh, recruit, not recruit, and uh, rescue people. Mm-hmm. And so we're gonna have an animation based on that backstory. Yeah. So this one based on on Matthias' character, uh, Dita, or Dita. what was his name? In okay, Sebastian. so yeah, and this people Sebastian. we find out his real name is Seb- Sebastian Schweighofer. They make a lot of fun of his last name though. We hear it like once. Yeah. And then through the rest of the film, they're just like Sebastian unpronounceable last name <laughs> yeah they don't try anyway so and in uh he is a he's a safe cracker mm-hmm. 
aficionado. He's he's mm-hmm. he's he's crazy about the whole thing, mm-hmm. and he studies the whole thing, and he's good at doing he's that. Good. But he's just a hobbyist. He's not actually like a robber. He's got a YouTube channel and stuff like that. But he yeah. works at a bank. And he's thing. recruited by by the the aid of the Madog Dragons, also <laughs> part of the Vendizio family. Yes. Uh, she he's recruited by her too. Natalie uh, Emanuel. Mm-hmm. To to go crack the legend, the epic of mm-hmm. uh, of safes uh, in the world, uh, created by this man named Hans Wagner. That's right. And they're like pieces of art. The they not only beautiful outside, but the 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 locking mechanism is mm-hmm. is like really uh, unique. And, and beautiful mm-hmm. so they go together in this adventure to to crack uh, safes mm-hmm. and they have to deal with law enforcement and they work in a gang and and it's very mission impossible I mean, the first mission impossible movie yeah the the gang betray betray them and mm-hmm. yeah but it's not the kind of betrayal that i'm spoiling because <laughs> yeah anyways Mm-hmm. But the movie is, is, is beautifully done. It, it goes through mm-hmm. Europe. Where, where they go first? They start... Is it Prague? Is Prague the first Prague, one? Prague and then... Uh, uh, it was Prague the second one. What's the last one? The Prague Calais. is the second one. The last one is Geneva? Somewhere in Switzerland. Yeah. Right. Man, we have really good memories. But yeah, all, all different locations throughout, throughout Europe and... Um, yeah, the the movie is fun. It's full of full of, full of a comedic mm-hmm. moment. There's this, uh, mm-hmm. there's a girl and there's a boy. You know, there's this mm-hmm. romantic thing mm-hmm. between them. There's an action hero named Brad Cage. <laughs> there is. He was raised by Nicolas Cage's movies, especially Con Air with the the hair. Yeah. Is that Con Air? Yeah, Con Air. Yeah, it was Con Air. Yeah. 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 Which hair. should tell you a Nicolas lot about. Cage this person um i think that what makes it really worth watching like it is a solid heist movie you know you've got like your tech guy and your getaway driver and the muscle and the brains and all that it's really fun but um this main character sebastian goes through this great like growth and development and he's got a really great personal character arc that gives the movie like some substance and some heart and i think sets it apart from from others and really lets it stand alone like even if you haven't seen army of the dead you could watch this and really enjoy it yeah um it's great there's a couple references to the zombie apocalypse happening in las vegas but at this point it's still like all happening on the other side of the world and it's not really something they're thinking about a whole lot um so so it's a great prequel but also just a really great standalone film Oh. Yeah, and the whole concept of uh, uh, cracking the, the safes, mm-hmm. the the way they use visuals to show mm-hmm. uh, and music, because the 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 creator of the the safes created them on the on the uh, Wagner opera theme. The, the ring Nordic, cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And so he he creates the voice like that, and then when when. Uh, Sebastian is cracking them. He plays the music, and it's, mm-hmm. it's visually beautiful, and it's, it's also uh, nice to hear. It is, and there's like the parallels between the operas and what he's going through, and yeah, it's really cool. So I would definitely highly recommend. 
yeah. this film. It's 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 fun. It's entertaining. Mm -hmm. It's uh, what's the rating? That's what I'm checking right now. It's it's actually got a TVMA rating Why? on IMDb. I have no idea. Do it down. It shows you. It shows you where. Where? I keep it going. Okay. Um. Uh, uh, oh profanity. yeah. Oh yeah. They do swear a lot. Yeah. Okay. So it's not for like everybody, but. I would say I would let like my 13 year old watch that. Yeah. So, it, there, it is, well, yeah, it's a heist movie. There's violence and people getting beat up and stuff. I guess, yeah. Yeah. But the main thing for like an MA rating versus like a TB14 or something would be the level of profanity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Army of Thieves available on Netflix mm -hmm. is it's, it's really good. Yeah. It has Snyder's uh, stamp of approval. He produced mm -hmm. the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, and it served as a prequel for Army of the Dead. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it, us, Army of the Dead, is really entertaining. Mm -hmm. It's really uh, fun. Yeah. And, you know, Netflix and Snyder, us Netflix and other creators are, you know, knocking out of the park. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Anything else for them? No. For that one, uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, the other film, this is one that I've been waiting for for a long time. It's called Red Notice. Um, this is a Netflix film starring Dwayne Johnson. He also produced uh, Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. Yeah, the movie actually only comes out on Netflix on uh, November 11, mm -hmm. but it's open in select theaters uh, nationwide. And it's fun. It is really fun. Everybody play play their strengths. Yes. You know, Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they write anything for him or just tell him go. I was wondering <laughs> that because it, it did seem in some places like I don't know maybe I don't know how you would write that in a screenplay but just like insert Ryan Reynolds joke here yeah. or I don't know because he was like really classic. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, he's he's making millions by you know just showing up and. Speaking whatever comes to his yeah. head, whatever like sarcastic. Dwayne the, Dwayne Dwayne Johnson, uh, uh -huh. The Rock, uh, uh, uh -huh. being you know tough guy, but also mm -hmm. uh, funny, and Gal Gadot being the pretty Gal Gadot she is, kicking butts. Yeah, I was gonna say we we can't stop there. Uh, but she brings I didn't so stop. much more. You didn't stop. <laughs> Yeah. Kicking butts, and mm -hmm. they were all well written, even though it was not like, oh, this is like masterpiece, just like uh, Oscar off screen, right? But yeah, this isn't groundbreaking cinema, but, super predictable, but so funny, yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't disappoint uh, mm -hmm. anytime. It's uh, if anything, for me, it was surprising because the trailer in these days, trailers mm. give away like way too much, uh, almost everything. And in this case, the trailer is intense. It shows quite a bit mm -hmm. of action. And all the action they show on the trailer is probably from the first, what, uh, 10 minutes? Yeah. And then a little bit in the middle. Mm -hmm. If if in the middle, maybe, maybe it's in the, the first act. And everything else is, it's, you know, it's fresh, it's new. And yeah, there's some some cool surprises. There were I honestly had no idea what was gonna happen going into this, other than that it was sort of like an action spy heisty type movie. So like Army of Thieves, this is 
heist stealing stuff. Um, there are lots of twists and turns like, are they good guys or the bad guys? I don't know. You don't know. Um, at one point they just like totally commit to being an Indiana Jones movie, but in a very <laughs> self-aware, like make fun of themselves doing it kind of way. It's very fun. Um, and sometimes it's like kind of stupid, but again, in a very fun way. Yeah, it's the second movie this year that when Johnson uh, goes to the jungle and wears that purple ridiculous <laughs> yeah. shirt. Yeah. He does. Oh um, yeah, I feel like a couple of his costume choices were like making fun of previous outfits, like uh -huh. the black turtleneck at the beginning. He wears like these really obnoxious acid acid wash jeans. At one point, I feel like there's oh, like... Oh, the third in that case that has this famous uh, Halloween... No, it, it is a Halloween picture. It's a Halloween picture when he was in high school. You, you know what I'm talking about, Yeah, I know. That's what yeah. I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that one is yeah. the, the, the The jeans, I, I don't know. I don't know. They make fun of themselves a lot. They make fun of each other a lot. It's, it's just a lot of fun. If you could only see one, I would see Army of Thieves. But... This is worth it. This is it. It was fun. Yeah, it's if gonna be Netflix on, on November 11. Mm -hmm. And the way the movie ends is like, uh, I like all the uh, Netflix properties. Is like, it's they made they made it for, to be a franchise. They could do mm -hmm. like another one, and if not another one, that team works. That group work well together. Yeah. Even when they're against each other. Yeah. And yeah, it's fun. It's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah, that's pretty much all there is to say about it without spoiling anything. It's PG-13. They chose... Mo there's some violence. There's some rude humor. Um, and they chose their one F-bomb very carefully. And there were some of the cleverest... That was the only one? Yeah. Cause it was implied a bunch of times. And mm -hmm. there were a lot of very clever moments where they kind of censored it within the context of the scene or the film. Oh, I didn't know this was um, okay. Like at one point there's a guy who's gagged. And you know exactly what he's saying. But he's gagged so you can't really hear him. I thought it was, it was clever. I'm not condoning profanity by any means. But it yes, was clever. Uh, uh, anyway, so Red PG Notice. On Netflix. Yes. Red Notice. Red Notice. Which is... Uh, uh, the highest warrant uh, rate mm -hmm. that uh, criminal gets from the Interpol mm -hmm. and you know this the movie is about criminals they steal art so in the highest level mm -hmm. and in this one the competing and yeah yeah they steal art they steal art <laughs> <laughs> okay Okay. Anything else about Red Notice? I don't think so. Let's move on to some news. Yeah, so Red Notice, uh, Dwayne Johnson wearing his purple shirt, shirt, shirt mm -hmm. <laughs> out in the jungles. Uh, yeah. And uh, that takes us to Jungle Cruise. Mm. They just announced a sequel yes. for the popular Disney adventure mm -hmm. movie that we didn't it's see. Based on a ride. And... Uh, yeah. Uh, Hiram yeah. Garcia is the producer. He's saying it's going to be much bigger. Yes. We haven't seen the first one, so we have no idea what that means. Yeah. But, but I guess Disney needs another mm -hmm. Pirates inspired kind of sink. Kind of Pirates of the Caribbean kind of sink. Well, after they got like, what, 12 movies out of it? Five? Yeah, it was five. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. 
but they could they could do more if it was good I think I think they, the way they, they did three and it was good fourth yeah. was ridiculous fifth I didn't see the fifth I, I didn't see the fourth one or the that's, fifth that's one that's how the fourth destroyed the franchise because mm -hmm. uh, Oh, that's Johnny okay. Depp like drank and uh, Jack Spell or something. You can only put so much on those <laughs> weaving shoulders before it all falls. Yeah. But the first one was great. I think one of my favorite yeah. movies. All right, so more. Um, I think that's that's a good thing on the, on the third one, on mm -hmm. the second and the third one. At the end of the third one, mm -hmm. it makes the first one even better because some stuff that was random it looked random and oh. since you go in the first one it actually mm -hmm. it's like explained in the second one sure and you know yeah, yeah. so an, an effective retcon uh and i i can tell if it's a retcon or if the the writer wrote you know the whole storyline yeah with some things on the you know Cause well, we'll never know. Yeah, I mean, you can call them and ask. Yeah, you have his number. Oh, I can call now. Um, you don't late. have Bruckheimer on. It's it's three in the morning. Okay. Oh, Bruckheimer, I wouldn't remember. I would, yeah. I would write. Uh, <laughs> I would call the what's the bucket? The the guy, the director, the the guy with the weird name. I don't didn't he do? Didn't he do? It. No, he didn't he do uh, Moulin Rouge too? Is a uh, Luhmann, isn't that him? Was it him? I'm pretty sure it was him. Huh. Let's check. Okay, let's check. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. Uh, we also saw this show called Mary of East Town on HBO. Not Mary, Mare. That's, that's, it didn't say that? Sure, yeah. Uh, Mare of East Town. With Kate Winslet mm -hmm. uh, on HBO. It's not a new show. It was concluded like a couple months ago. Yeah. It was like highly nominated and highly mm -hmm. awarded and all the, you know, the award shows and ceremonies, etc. Yeah. She won uh, awards for it. And talking about well written, that show was really well yes. written. And a good thing about it is it's not based on a book, and comic book, which is, is not bad when you, mm -hmm. you adapt things. I mean, when you adapt well, lately yeah. <laughs> we see some crappy adaptations. Uh, but that one is completely original. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the writers wrote this story. The, the photographers, directors, producers produced the story. The editors mm -hmm. edited the story. And the final result is it's really, really good, really compelling show. Um, sort of a whodunit thri mm -hmm. thriller mystery with great acting. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. It's usually, usually, so mm -hmm. usually at the end, it's kind of it's either I mean for me when I watch that kind of stuff, is it I'm right and say okay, or, or, mm -hmm. or I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm wrong because it's something so like kind of dumb. Uh, there's like, oh, this is dumb. Yeah. And in this one, uh, I, I wasn't right. I was, mm -mm. I was wrong. Mm -hmm. And, but it was good. Yeah, for really good reasons. It, it was, it wasn't, it was like, it was good to be fooled by the, the whole thing. Yeah. They, and, and, and the way they did. Yeah. It's like even even there's a moment that they show they show the kid and we saw a couple of the shows where the kid does and uh, the kid does things mm -hmm. 
Hey, what kid are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. Anyways, uh, but but in this one, the 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 kind of tease there's one character and then move to another character and then to move to another character. Yes. But when they kind of tease the the character that actually is, it's so it's just like, of course not. Come on, because but yeah. Yeah, we don't want to spoil anything because this is another one that is well worth watching. It's definitely for mature audiences. Um, but besides the really well-written mystery and whodunit aspect of it, there's this really beautifully written story of like grief and healing and dealing with like trauma and all this other stuff that's happening for our main character, Mare, played by Kate Winslet. And it's not only well-written, I thought it was really just thoughtfully, um, thoughtfully photographed. Like there's, um, it kind of comes full circle not necessarily in the story, but in like setting. And there are shots in the first episode that we see again in the last episode, um, but in like a totally different context. So they, but they show you that we're like literally coming full circle back to, like it's not full circle, it's more like a 180. Anyway, the point is they show that she's like, she's fully come from, she, she's healed and is, and is starting over. Is that making sense or am I just, Sure. Yeah. Okay. And the last shot, the last shot's perfect. It's perfect. What is the last shot? I can't remember. Oh, well, I'm not going to spoil anything. Mm -hmm. I'll oh, tell him later. Okay. No, I don't want to ruin it. It's just wow. a really beautiful last shot. Beauty? It's very, it's very thoughtfully. Yeah, it's the sunset. Every aspect of it. <laughs> every aspect of the show is very thoughtfully. Um, very thoughtfully put together. Yeah, and pretty. And it's the kind yeah. of show, it's the kind of writing that uh, uh, nothing is random, nothing is uh, uh, superfluous. Everything, yeah, is important. And mm -hmm. that's what that's how you write well. You know, yeah. you don't. It, it's you know, uh, we complain about some of the the things Hollywood has been doing and mm -hmm. how how they how preachy they are, how they try to impose their ideology on us. Uh, using using uh, media, using film, and you know, which it's like most most cases, if not a hundred percent of the time, it has no importance for the story. Well, yeah. On a good written story like this one, mm -hmm. everything everything is important. Yeah. Everything has a meaning and has an importance to tell the story, even even if something that sounds uh, or seems really unimportant, mm -hmm. uh, that thing is going to be important for the development of maybe not that character there's an important but for the main character or yeah. some of the main characters and, and not and just the things that they say but everything you see like they're really thoughtful this is a visual medium and so they're using they they're really good at using like scene and setting and 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 um i can't think of the word but just like stuff and rooms everything is is important and matters yeah yeah uh, but okay. you were looking for something on, on IMDb. Oh, was, yes. Yes. No, stuff. that was your stalling was so effective, I forgot. Pirates of the Caribbean was directed by Gore Verbinski. Gore Verbinski. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's the, it's Not... guys, guys with weird names. Oh, okay. Yeah. Verbinski. Lerman. Uh, Lerman did directed uh, uh, Hugh Jackman uh, mm -hmm. and Nico Kidman on Australia. Is that an interesting film? Long. Hmm. But. Fun, but it's I like an interesting 
top of the sea. You mean to say they cast the Australians as Australians? Yeah, and they have Crazy. to do Australian accents. That doesn't happen. Yeah, it's been funny. Like they they kind of suck doing that. Anyways, yes. <laughs> uh, so there, there you have it. Mayor yeah. of East Town. It's uh, an HBO. It's available on mm -hmm. HBO Max and probably rerunning on HBO. Mm -hmm. Either way, uh, you, I think you can buy digital too. Yeah. At this point, uh, that's it's a good one. It is. Yeah. Okay. I would I would recommend uh, some digestion time. Watch one episode. Mm. And digest it. Yeah, don't binge this one. Yeah, because it's totally worth, you know, the yeah. the creative expectations. And this one pays off because even even if you if you're wrong and mm -hmm. you probably most likely gonna be wrong, uh, it's 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 a very well done ending. It is. I feel like I'm comparing this to um, the Tranquillum. What was the name of that show? Seven, nine strangers, nine, yeah, perfect, nine perfect strangers. strangers, which for me went like, and then yeah. this one just it just kept I guess it's, up. it's Nicole it Kidman's so fault because the undoing with her, too. Nicole Kidman, no, the undoing was very good. I, I thought the ending was like, yeah, oh my God. yeah. it was like it was the. The, 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 it, but the problem the, wasn't her the acting. The problem her. Was no, no, I'm not saying writing. it was her. Oh. It was her acting. The fault was the fact that she was on, uh, uh, because uh, no, she she acts really well. She's mm -hmm. a great actress. But uh, undoing was like you, you know we, yeah. we talked about, we talked it. about yeah, it. Go back to the episode. I can't mm -hmm. remember the number. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's one about the undoing. Mm -hmm. Also on HBO, if you wanna try. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, let's go to some news. Um, film sets are dangerous places to be. Yes. One one thing I thought it was funny, Alec Baldwin came out and uh, said that we need more police. He was like, wait, he's Hollywood. He should say let's less police, defend the police. But he said we need more police. Not on the streets, but on the sets yeah. to do the whole... Uh, you know, make sure to they, monitor the guns. And, yeah, to make sure they're not yeah. do, doing anything stupid like killing people on the side of a movie. Yeah, and I yeah. so I guess what we can really learn from this is it turns out gun safety is complicated. I I don't know. I still feel like there's a lot that's weird. I don't understand why you'd have a hot gun on set at all. Well, um, it's, 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 it's still it's still it's uh, it's not. Uh, the fault is not the device's fault. Is the, the well, people's no, nobody's fault. blaming it on the device. But, but I mean, they, they, they had... Because they, they would use, you know, they're going to shoot stuff. But why do you need to shoot stuff with a real gun on set? I mean, if you're going to shoot, you know, you're going to have a, a, a bot over there, you're going to yeah. shoot the bot. You're going to shoot with a real gun. Yeah, you're not going to use effects, practicals, computers. Sure, that's what that's what Dwayne Johnson actually committed. He said in his movies, yeah. they're not going to use real guns. They're going to use props and VFX. It's like, mm -hmm. I don't know, it depends on the movie, depends on... Because if, you, if you're trying to go for reality, and you're going to stop using real things, mm -hmm. soon enough, they're not going to use real actors. In, okay, um, well, I think that's a pretty big stretch from, like, let's not use actual bullets so people get killed on our sets to let's not use actors. I, mean, like, I feel like we've got some room in between there. Yeah, but, I mean, if you count the times that mm -hmm. happen, it's... it's 
Anyways, the whole thing is surrounded by mystery. Yeah. Some people uh, came out and lawyers got involved. Some, yeah. some people were talking about sabotage and how messy mm. the, the whole thing is. It's definitely... Uh, yeah, anyways. But Either yeah, way, Baldwin came out to yeah. see we need more cops mm -hmm. there to, to do that. It was the hair which, police officer just to monitor them. Yeah. Okay, so what about this? Not even just like banning hot guns, but like why do we need to use blanks? What? I mean, why why have a blank there? Because you can add this the the effect, the sound. It's not even like you're gonna use that audio. What do you mean? They use the audio. Yeah, from that's a gun firing point. on set. That's the whole point. I mean, there's a, a most depending on the scene. Most of the audio you're gonna capture mm -hmm. there. Some you're gonna use yeah. after. You're gonna capture different microphones. You're gonna mix. This is the whole process. I suppose. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it's for the real reality to make it okay. more real. They, they use the gun, and in this case, mm -hmm. it was live and yeah. Yeah. That's a tragic accident. Know. I know, I know other guys that use guns and deal with guns and mm -hmm. they, one thing they, they were saying after all this was like, uh, one specific guy was saying that the first thing I do when I get a gun is to make sure if it's loaded or not, stick mm -hmm. a pen or whatever there to see if there's none in the chamber, you know, the whole safety thing because, you know, it's not only his life and the life of others, but also his life in the sense that someone get killed he get punished and yeah. all that and i guess i got they got careless on there's this whole thing about the, the the person that would be in charge of guns too there was mm -hmm. apparently allegedly was incompetent and unprepared and but there's a lot going on i just put this the whole thing there because i thought it was kind of funny mm. uh liberal hollywood there was defunding get rid of the police now they want police yeah. for them to keep it yeah yeah no that's a mess um okay so that's that whole thing um but the black panther wakanda forever set has also had some trouble yes uh leticia wright mm -hmm. uh shuri got hurt on the set mm -hmm. and i mean it only tells me that she might be Black Panther in the second one. It definitely points to that. If she's doing stuff that would put her in a situation where she could get injured that severely. To the point, like, they shut down production. Like Yes. Yeah, so she's clearly a big deal. And, and yeah, something's going on. So, we wish her well. Hopefully this is just temporary and she'll be okay. I don't know any details about it. Yeah, no. But, um, yeah. It's... I hope is I hope that's what happened. I hope she got hurt, and she's gonna recover and come back because there was a lot of rumors about her um, uh, lately that yeah. she was yeah it was all over the news mm -hmm. that she was uh, uh, expressing her opinions against uh, the mandate of vaccines and stuff like that. Oh my gosh! And Disney, uh, you know. Was not happy, you know. Gina Carano, what happened to, yeah. to to Gina Carano after what she said, mm -hmm. and you know, Disney was not taking all that likely, and there was like rumors that she would be taking out production, mm -hmm. and that went went down and quiet, and then a couple of years, a couple of weeks later, 
Mm-hmm. She got hurt and potentially shut down. So mm-hmm. I hope there's not any connection to, with that. I yeah. hope everything goes back and she goes back to to finish Me her too. job. She's a. She, I feel like she really stood out, especially in in Black Panther. Like she's really stand out interesting character yeah i liked her a lot and i'd, I'd like to see more of her so, I don't yeah. know. in the books she we'll does see. in the books she does become a black panther mm-hmm. panther for a while it makes sense so yeah. it makes sense um okay last thing about disney sets and safety and all that Emilio estevez is not coming back for season two of mighty ducks james game changers because of this whole vaccine yes thing. uh he's against um, the the whole mandate and mm-hmm. he's like okay fine i'm not gonna come back yeah so he's not gonna come back and it's his choice and mm-hmm. it's he's free to do it and he did it and yeah mm-hmm. the show will move on without him which i think is pretty bad because yeah yeah because uh, that girl what's her name lorelei uh lauren graham is her name is lauren Lauren Graham, yeah. Lauren. Just, oh, it's just like uh, the, the girls, like Lauren Lye, right? Close. Yeah? Close. Yeah. Lorelai is her name in Gilmore Girls. Lorelai Gilmore. Uh, but, uh... Wait, is that her last name? Yeah, that's why they're the Gilmore oh, Girls. I thought it was the... Their name oh, is Gilmore. I thought they oh, were the no. girls from Gilmore. Oh, my gosh, you're missing Arizona. So oh, my with gosh. Gil- Gilbert. Anyways. Connecticut. Ah, uh, it's oh, Connecticut. I'm missing so much. Anyways, oh, that uh, show's a gem. This, uh, so I, I like her. She's talented, mm-hmm. but but you I don't know. She's, she's, I mean, there's this big thing about the 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 ducks born. I mean, they're gonna take mm-hmm. over the franchise now because they want the bat. If yes. you can see the show, but but and I guess that could be a way to move away from Bombay, but. The, the the first season was about the 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 burning the rising from Bombay's crappy ice arena. Mm-hmm. Without him, there's no arena. I guess someone could take over. Yeah, that's an easy fix. Yeah. For for me, I mean, I don't I feel don't like the show was that great. Like this, I don't feel like this is any great tragic loss to I mean, I television. Mean, but like my, the movies, especially the first and second one, he's really the main character. Like yeah, well, there's the kids and and the stuff that they overcome and the whole sports aspect of it. But it's really like his arc, especially the first one. He has to go from like douche canoe lawyer to like back to his roots as like a hockey player, but also like as a coach who cares about his community and cares about these kids. Um, and then the second one, he's like lured back to that douche canoe lifestyle, but then the kids bring him back. Like he's really the heart. He's really the main character. And his his evolution. If we really want to like get into the Mighty Ducks franchise, in the, fir- in the first the first second one, right? In the third yeah. one, he's gone, right? Yeah, I know. And the third yeah. one is like. Meh. But but yeah, no, I I I don't know. I think there's a there's a way they could fix this. Is if they offer there's like. Big, gigantic bag of money. <laughs> maybe not to him. Maybe he's like a yeah. principal. He's out, no matter mm-hmm. how much Disney gonna pay. But they could like uh, offer this big bag of money uh, with a vaccine. So here, take the vaccine, 
take this money and Joshua Jackson would come and he would be the mm. new, you know. Yes, if you could get Joshua Jackson, that would that would, that would yeah. check the boxes. Keep the spirit alive. Another because, thing because to I, do. Because I think, I, think, I think it could work without any of the original cast. But I think it's too soon. You know, okay. it's like uh, what they did with Rocky, you know. You have Creed, Rocky oh, is sure. there. You have Creed 2. No, no, he's only on the first one, right? I think so. Okay, so he was yeah. there to pass the torch, and mm -hmm. then he he passes away, and then on the second one was screwed by himself, and the connection was was a different connection. It was a connection to family mm -hmm. and past and like Drago, mom. and or his stepmom, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. And and in that case, but I think I think for for the ducks, especially because the way the season ended, you know, there's no, so they're gonna write him out like. They would have to. Alternatively, they could get Martin Sheen in, kind of do some of that de-aging magic. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Just because, like, the older Emilio Estevez gets, he's, like, morphing into his father. Kind of like Kiefer Sutherland is, like, slowly turning into Dom's. Like, these guys look so much Jack? like their dads. No. He's getting there. <laughs> I'm Kay. just saying. Anyway, whew, that was a lot. Um... One more film, their production has been messed up or something. Rogue Squadron is taken off the production schedule. Yeah, sadly, I, we don't know why, yeah. but yeah, Patty Jenkson, Jenkins, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Star Wars, Expanded Universe, whatever they call, about the Rogue Squadron. Yeah. It's, it's no more for now. And yeah. Oh, well. I'd like to see it come back. Rogue Squadron has a place in my heart. But I'd rather them wait until they can do it right. So, all right. Um, some announcements for for new series and casting and stuff. Alanis Morissette is joining the long line of celebrities getting um, bio autobiographical biographical TV series. Yeah, it's gonna be a funny one. Okay, aren't they all? Yeah. Well, most of them are. Yeah. A lot yes. of them are. Yeah. Um, and that's coming from ABC. Um, oh, the Dexter revival happened. Yes, oh, the and premiere. It was the premiere, and it mm -hmm. was huge. It made 2.2 million views, which is, which is a lot for, yeah. for Showtime. And yeah, all the good things about the show mm -hmm. at this point. And, you know, the finale of the original show didn't make everybody happy but he coming yeah. back and it's funny because he's coming back with this whole uh, a gamma of shows that does what he did uh but but now you know it's like he's the new new guy because you know mm. have you you have uh what's the name of the other show i can't remember but there's like a a series of shows of you know psychopaths trying to live uh uh, uh you know live as normal people uh-huh pretend the committing general. horrific crimes in the background yeah either way i do look forward to watching that one also looking forward to watching squid game season one which becomes increasingly important because season two is confirmed and in the works yeah and some someone's coming back i i don't know because i didn't see the first one and everybody could come back nobody could come back i have no idea we don't know what it means we will watch but it eventually jinx she's coming back okay if you saw the show and you know I'm wrong, you can write in the comments, hey, you're wrong, it's not Shang-Chi. So. Okay. 
Um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is working on a comedy called Beth and Dan, and it's been acquired by A24, which I don't get because these are the people who brought us, like, Midsummer and are working on that really spooky Joel Cohen Macbeth film. So I don't see where Julia Louis-Dreyfus fits in there. Well, but okay. Well, because it was bought by A24? Yeah. I mean, there's... They, uh, there, there's some movies you mentioned that they they, they might do other things too. Or they might try new, new, you know, Maybe new they're authors. Maybe they're branching yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, but this one is a comedy about this writer uh, that is a very famous, very not very famous, a very uh, successful writer. Mm -hmm. uh, and her, she's married and very happily married, very successful uh, marriage too. And one day she overhears, she, she listens to... Uh, her husband on the phone mm -hmm. talking bad uh, about one of her books. Not like bad, but saying that he didn't like it. It was like, you know. And yeah. that destroys her entire world. And yeah, gonna be comedic things about that. How she deals with that. Yeah. Are we sure she writes books or catalog captions? I don't know. Yeah. Could be, yeah. Okay. You know, in this in this whole, uh, you know, she she mm -hmm. couldn't she couldn't be the husband couldn't be with her because he doesn't respect what she does. <laughs> That's from Seinfeld. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Let's talk about some casting. So the How I Met Your Mother spinoff. Um, it's coming from Hulu. It's starring Hilary Duff. She's the one who's going to be meeting the father, and we have a narrator now. King Cottrell, mm -hmm. uh, uh, which it doesn't. It doesn't ring a bell for, I mean, I know the name. I think she was in Sex in the City, right? Yes. Yeah. But uh, I couldn't point her out on the streets if I, if, I, if I see her. So I know her from... Or, or her voice. I know her she's going to be the narrator. Yes, yes, yes. I know her from Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. Is she? Which is? She is. She plays Valeris. A young Vulcan who is like such a horrible monstrous little traitor like I can't stand her and like her performance there was so convincing that I see her now even like years after seeing this Star Trek movie and like I see her face as a real person I'm just like oh, have you seen no. any other things uh no because I hate just the very idea so of maybe sex she wasn't acting maybe she's just like she is maybe she's a truly horrible yeah. person Maybe she's actually a really nice person who's a good actress and like so many other actors who portray incredible villains. Now we just all hate her. I don't know. Either way, that's my Kim Cattrall story. It's not a good one, but it's what I've got. Uh, that's more than I have. Okay. Um, Mel Gibson is making his way back and onto the oh, screen. Oh, he's making his way back really nicely. He's going to be mm -hmm. on the Continental, the mm -hmm. John Wick premiere. A premiere, the prequel, joint prequel. Mm -hmm. uh, and also it's gonna be an adventure, a family adventure movie, and yeah, Boys of Summer. You think it's like we keep saying that he's coming back? He never went away. He wasn't. Well. He wasn't. He wasn't Big Daddy. Not Big Daddy. Was it called uh, the one with with uh, Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg? That's right. What was that yeah. like stepdad? Or Daddy, Daddy's Daddy. home. No, that was know. a different movie. Okay, uh, anyways, so he, he keeps doing stuff and, and good stuff. And yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah, but there was a the, while there, there where like one, he one, was just like this there's, like joke and a there's one, a there's one with a, a Santa that he he's 
Is he Santa? Yeah, he's Santa. That's not, that's not what I'm saying for this Christmas because he didn't make last Christmas. Okay. It's like very gory. It's with the guy that was on Unicorn. Okay. And it, it looks it looks. The funny. southern guy with the teeth? Yeah? Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, what's the book? What, I don't remember Water Googins. Uh, and and he've been in Tarantino movies etc but yeah so Mel Gibson that never been anywhere else is still going doing things he wasn't at this one movie too anyways uh he's gonna be on this family adventure movie yeah that's yeah doing that now the, 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 the dad's movie so. yeah yeah so it's gonna be fun it is Oscar okay. Oscar winner uh director actor uh mm -hmm. Mel Gibson from Australia to you um vin diesel wants dwayne johnson back yeah i guess he really loves him and he and he wants it fast I'm furious yeah he said you have to it's your destiny yeah yeah you need to come back you have to come back to destiny. fulfill your destiny here's a corona for the family he wants him back for fast <laughs> and furious fulfill your destiny which is the name of the, I guess it would be the 10th Fast and Furious film, but the 11th in the franchise, because we have like the Hobbs and Shaw yeah. spinoff, right? Sure. Something like that. Anyway, he wants them back. We'll see what happens. Maybe not for the next one. I, I, I only assume they're already producing the next one, so Fair enough. that'll be for the next one. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to see his character come back. I thought his character was good. Fits in nicely with the family. Yeah. And, uh... The veggies. <laughs> we'll see this in Red Notice when he first shows up. It was all I could think. Give me some veggies. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, this one I'm excited about. So, um, John Chu is working on a Wicked adaptation. Finally, this should have happened so long ago, but it's finally happening. And we've got casting. Um, we're starting to announce some casting. Uh, Cynthia Erivo and Ariana Grande. I'm not really sure who's gonna play who, because it yeah. can go either way. One can but I'm sing, totally down with it. one can sing, and one can act, and the other one is Ariana Grande. Ouch! <laughs> that was so mean. I'm kidding. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know if Ariana can act, know. but the girl know. can sing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. She has a really. I'm not like crazy about her pop stuff, but from other or appearances, she has an incredible voice. So she can definitely handle sure. this. She sings like like you know someone that licks a dot at the shop. <laughs> what? You, you didn't hear about that? No. Oh no, she she go was caught on camera yeah. on a donut shop in New okay. York. She uh, there's like donuts in, in this in this uh, counter, you uh -huh. know, for people to see and pick and buy. Uh -huh. She licks them and puts them back. Really? Okay, well, <laughs> whatever her donut behavior, yeah. the girl can sing, and I'm delighted yeah. about this casting. She also dated. She was also dated Pete Davidson, so it's uh, her taste is. <laughs> anyways. Okay, that has nothing to do with her ability to sing. <laughs> I'm not and saying what that is going to do for the Wicked film. <laughs> anyways, I'm excited about about Wicked. Uh, the what's his bucket? James Brolin. Brolin. Corden. No, Corden. James Corden. Mm -hmm. There's a online petition already with like hundreds of thousands of signatures uh, asking, ordering, mandating, demanding that they not cast him for that movie. His name was not, uh, as far as we know, this, his name is not involved. He's not involved. 
but people are already saying, please no. I uh, haven't ever seen hate. Wicked on stage, so I have no idea what kind of roles he would play. It doesn't, doesn't seem that bad. He was like he well, into well. the woods. Yeah, yeah he, was, he seems was very okay. well. Yeah, it was surprising. It was like, mm -hmm. like he was kind of comedic character in, the, in that show. Mm -hmm. And now the blue star singing is like, oh, I was expecting him to sing. Yeah, the man can sing. He was brilliant in Cats, don't you think? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Uh, from the set of John Wick number four, the movie wrapped filming, okay. and there's something that might be the name uh, of the new movie, which is Hagakuri, I think. Can we, yeah. What is that? Uh, who knows? The other one was with Parabellum, was it? Parabellum? Yeah, but yeah. that's like Latin. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's going Japanese now. Anyways, so okay. yeah, John Wick wrapped, and we have we might have a name. It's not confirmed, but I want a picture okay. posted on social media by you know wrapping, filming. There was like John Wick, Hagakuri. Yeah, I don't know. There's so many people in the movie. Hagakuri could be you know one of the three hundred thousand stars in the movie. It could. It could. Um, some studios and production companies and all that are changing hands um, and it's costing people billions of dollars. So Unity bought Peter Jackson's Weta Digital VFX tech division for a whopping 1.6 billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And Unity is this, this conglomerate of artists that gonna mm -hmm. have really good use of those special visual effects. Yeah, they've done incredible things, um, like Weta and all that, so great, totally worth 1.6. But the real kicker for me um, in this category is that the Cocoa Melon little baby bum, that whole thing has been sold for what looks like $3 billion? Really? Nani Plum? Is it Nani Plum, right? No, that's no. totally different. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that's, that's Ben and Holly. That is charming and interesting. Little Baby Bum is like, this is the stuff that my daughter watched while I was like sick and vomiting pregnant with the other kid and like it kept entertained because there's something about Cocoa Melon that toddlers just are obsessed. They love it. TikTok is full of videos of moms turning on just the theme music and these like little kids come running as fast as their fat little legs will carry them. It's hilarious. But yeah, apparently this like mediocre singing, mediocre writing, mediocre animation is worth three billion dollars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Three billion dollars. Anyway. The, the worth of, you know, things. Yeah. If there's um, someone to pay, if there's someone to buy, some someone will sell. And, well, yeah. I think as long as like parents need to take a shower and keep their toddler entertained for like 20 plus minutes, yeah. Coco Melon will do well. Because those hmm. little monsters love it. It must be some, some you could do some research and some studies. It must be something uh, hypnotic about this whole thing, you know. Because there's like several other shows that are actually better, but, you know. Almost all shows are better. Don't do it. I am not a fan. But yeah, yeah. there's something about this hmm. that kids love. Um, uh, even Ariana Grande is better. Yeah, it see? Now I, 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 I make you look better. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you got it out for this girl. What did she do to you? No, fans of Ariana Grande, whatever you are. Did she like reject your fan no. mail? Or <laughs> yeah, I want an autograph in her picture. 
Did you like try yeah. to say hi? And actually, she's just, like, I actually want I want, I want, I want I want her skin on Fortnite, but oh, oh uh, okay. but yeah, the shiny yeah. shiny dress. Yeah, <laughs> with the ponytail. Are you jealous of her ponytail? Is yes. that it? Yes, that's it's a it. great ponytail. And the umbrella. Yeah. Any idea what goes into that ponytail? What are you talking about? It's intense. What? Her hair. Huh. It's like a whole process. Oh, you know, you know yeah. really well, I see. It's, well, it's very interesting. Anyway, <laughs> let's wrap up with some rumors and leaks. Yes. About um, our telepathic mind control friend from the Eternals. Oh, yes, there's, there's this rumor. Uh, this is an interesting one. Uh, Barry Kugan, Kugan, whatever, however his name is pronunciated. Mm -hmm. uh, he... He has he has a role on the new Batman, the Batman by Matt Reeves with Robert Pattinson, mm -hmm. uh, and it's a mysterious mm -hmm. role. I think it's pronounced Robert Pattinson now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Uh, and uh, there's the, he has this role, but it's like uh, kept under wraps. Nobody knows what it is. Mm -hmm. Secret, and there's a lot of speculation. Mm -hmm. uh, it would be the the what was it? Riddler. You no, mentioned? no, no. The Riddler is Paul Dano. We we know that. He's, Never mind. He's it's not the Riddle. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Uh, there's a Joker you had mentioned earlier. Yeah, that's the big. That's the one that's coming out right now. Like the biggest rumor that he mm -hmm. would be the Joker. He definitely has the Joker vibe. Uh, not only because he has like a kind of psychopath's face, uh, as we saw in Eternals. Mm -hmm. But he, he he has some some of the vibes, some of the looks of the Joker from Gotham. That was a new try, you know. Yes, the, the, the white Fox face, series. red hair. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so they could go towards that, you know. Yeah. The show is good, so it might yeah, influence people. It might influence mm -hmm. uh, Matt Reeves. So there's there's this one rumor. The other one. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's so much of a rumor because every news outlet is mm -hmm. now going, don't spoil. If you don't want to spoil, don't look at it. Mm -hmm. Don't see it. It's like a leaked image from the new Spider-Man. Spider-Man. No. Homecoming. Nope. That's the first one. No, that's the first one. No <laughs> way home. No way home. Uh, uh, yeah. And I saw oh, it. And for me, it was not a surprise because okay. people have been talking about uh, all this the whole time. And I was like, the trailer hints that, and okay, if if that's the case, okay, I'm not gonna, it's not gonna destroy the surprise for me. It would destroy the surprise for me if like, you know, Hugh Jackman pops up. It's like, <laughs> I was like hoping Hugh well, Jackman would, be... would pop on on Red Notice. You know, I was hoping Hugh Jackman would be that, the oh, Nacho yeah. Nacho Libre. What's his name again? The the what? Nacho Noche Vostra. Oh, the bad guy. uh, Sotovoce. Sotovoce. Yeah. Yeah, the bad guy. Yeah, you see yeah. He's oh back. Oh my gosh, that would have been amazing. Yeah, that was hoping with. Oh, when did I lost that opportunity? Yeah. I mean, I bet they try. I bet <sighs> Reynolds try, but you know, yeah. it, 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 it's expensive to have the Jack, the Jackman there. That, yeah. That's fair. So yeah, that's fair. that's 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 the rumors. Uh, any any other thing? Oh no, I think we've covered it all. Okay. Well, everything on our list. Okay, Plus so next week we're gonna finally see Ghostbusters again. Mm -hmm. I say again because last week we said we would watch <laughs> this week, but my bad. We're gonna watch next week mm -hmm. uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. And I'm it, it looks good, it looks fun. Yeah. And let's see. How, Every trailer how it I see just this. makes me more excited for this one. Yeah, and the trailers are, are decent to the point that they reveal. 
didn't review a lot, even though they review everything. It's like this family moved to the, you know, mm -hmm. and have to do with ghosts. Yeah. And the kids will take over their grandparents' mm -hmm. stuff and kill ghosts. Yeah. And yeah. We'll see. The ghosts were implied. Yeah. We knew about that already. And, and ghosts will be busted. They will. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And presumably people will be called. Anyway, that's yeah. all we got. Yeah, maybe if you're lucky, you're gonna see uh, what's his bucket? The singer of the original song. I don't know who sang it. Uh, come on. I'm sorry. A bad guy. I don't know. Our producer. Come on, our producer doesn't know. Ugh. She thinks she does, but anyways. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah, it's, it's, it's right there. Yeah. Well, and, in the meantime. Uh, Huey Louie. No, I know it's not Huey Louie. <laughs> Sure you do. <laughs> no, I know it's not. There's a joke in the office that uh, 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 Michael Scott is doing a, a Bruce row? Springsteen oh. auction, and he asked, oh. "What's his bucket? The big black guy, uh, Daryl, Daryl, to play Bruce Springsteen song." So he gives a playlist. Ray and, Parker uh, Jr. Ray Parker Jr. Uh, but uh, on, the, on Michael's playlist, there's like five songs mm -hmm. and four are Huey Lewis <laughs> That's right. and one is uh oh was it good? I can't remember that and, and you know it's not it's never Huey Lewis yeah anyways straight Parker Jr. yeah anyways uh that's it for this week we mm -hmm. see you next week with more mm -hmm. pop culture tv mm -hmm. etc and in the meantime live long and prosper and may the force be with you bye Bye.